Hi and welcome to this Champions League podcast. This is, uh, podcast is a part of Podcast Sport. I'm Oscar, and I'm joined with by my co-host today. Hi, I'm Daniel. Now we're going to start off with talking about the quarter quarterfinals first leg, and we're going to start off with the game of Liverpool FC Porto that's played on Tuesday, the 9th of April. Now, if you look on how they got through the round of 16, Liverpool. Uh, won against Bayern Munich three to one overall after being after winning the final game with those same numbers they had nil nil from the first game. While FC Porto went through Roma after four three overall with uh, the last goal coming on overtime actually in the last game. Now, if you look on injuries going into this game. We have Liverpool. They're missing their second best centre-back, I would say, Joe Gomez, with a broken leg. He's been out for a while, but he's he's on to day-to-day right now, so he might be ready for the game, but we'll see. They also have uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain missing with a strained back thigh. He's back in training, so he might be ready, and we'll see about that. Now going to Porto, they have Vincent Abubakar. With an ACL tear, which say they say it's going to be back in early April, so probably not, but we'll see. And then we also have the left back Ix Teles, uh, who's been gone with a hip injury. He's back in training. He might be ready, but he's on the injury list for now. Now, what do we think this game will finish? Well, Liverpool is, I would say, the bigger team. They were in the final of the Champions League last season. And while Porto has played really well to get through Roma and winning their group before that, I think Liverpool is just going to be a little bit too big. So I'm actually going to say that Liverpool is going to win with three goals to nil. So what do you think? Yeah, I'm going with a Liverpool win also, but only with the result of two to one. I think this one will be pretty tight, but maybe the next one will run away with the numbers. But I think Porto will be able to keep this pretty close. Definitely more interesting. Yeah, and I, I think they will have their like good form in the Champions League coming into this. And it will show in the first match at least. Moving on to the next match, the same day, we have Tottenham against Manchester City. Tottenham advanced to this quarterfinal run by defeating Dortmund with 4-0 in total. And uh, yeah, the first match was in London at Tottenham's arena, or actually at Wembley. Sorry sorry for that. And Tottenham won that match, surprisingly in our opinion, with 3-0. At least I was really surprised by that one. And the second match in Dortmund ended 1-0 for Tottenham. So yeah, 4-0 in total there. Really surprising result in my opinion. And it's going to be interesting how they move on from that. And then we have the away team in the first match, Manchester City. They advanced with a total of 10-2 in goals against Schalke from Germany. The first match in Germany ended 3-2 to Manchester City. It was a really close one and a really entertaining one and a lot of war uh, war decisions. And a second match in England, in Manchester, 
ended in a total slaughter with se seven to zero to Manchester City against Schalke. I really don't know what happened to Schalke's defense there, but yeah, that's the facts. So yeah, and the injuries in this one. Tottenham has Sergi Aguer away with a tie injury and he's day to day and he's a right back. They also have Eric Dyer, a central, central midfielder in a, on a hip injury and he's also day to day. Another one who is away is Eric Lamella, right midfielder, and he's away with a stained back tie and his status is unknown. They also have Fernando Lorente away, a, stri a striker or attacker with a concussion and he's also unknown in uh, the time being away. And moving on to Manchester City, they had Sergio Aguero striker, Kyle Walker right back and Alexander Sishenko left back away with the same injury, strained back tie. And in Aguero's case, it's day to day. The two others are unknown when they come back. And the last injury for them is Fabian Delph, who is a left back, and it's unknown both the injury and the time he's been away. So yeah, moving on to the prediction part. Uh, I'm actually going with a uh, one-one draw here. So what do you think about it, Daniel? I actually wrote down the same thing. Wow. I also think of a one-one draw. Uh, it's going to be like it's on Tottenham's new stadium, and uh, they're hoping to make it a fortress. I'm sure about it, but it's it's never easy to beat a team like Tottenham, even though I would say they're still, I say City is still the favorites here. It's never easy to take points from Tottenham, so yeah, I think or take wins be. in this case. Yeah, it would be a really close one in my opinion. Like, and Tottenham isn't going into this with the greatest form either, so I don't know. This could could be a win for City, but I'm still going for one-one. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Okay, now moving on to the next game played on the following day, the Wednesday of the 10th of April, we have Ajax versus Juventus. Now, Ajax got here after beating Real Madrid with 5-3 to three over two games. After losing the first game, they went to the Santiago de Bernabeu and won 4-1 away from home, which is an amazing achievement. And they actually deserved it as well. They were the better team in that second leg. So it's actually fun for them to be here. Uh, really interesting to see what they can do. Now, up against them, we have Juventus, which went through 3-2 to two against Atletico Madrid. After being down 2-0 uh, from the first leg, Cristiano Ronaldo scored a hat-trick and brought them through to this round. And, yeah, another one of those juggernauts, really, of a European competition, who's got this far again. Now looking at the injuries, we have one uh, big one for Ajax, which is Dusan Tadic, who's away with uh, stomach problems. With uh, they they don't know when he's going to be back. That might be he might be ready, but he, like we have no idea. 
they also have a suspension uh, with Masrawi, their right back, who has uh, picked up too many yellow cards and therefore will be banned for one game. And I don't know how important he would be. I know he's a starting right back, but how important he is, I guess that will show. But yeah, there's the two players that will be missing. Juventus, on the other hand, are, is missing uh, their centre-back, Barsagli, with a cough injury, and they don't know when he's be back. We have Douglas Costa with a thigh injury, who's back in training. We have second goalkeeper, Materia Perrin, Mattia Perrin, sorry, with a shoulder injury, which is said to be back in the middle of April, so not for this game. And to be fair, probably not for the second game either, but we'll see if something changes before then. And this is the big one. Cristiano Ronaldo is actually on the injury list with a strained back thigh. Now he's written here as unknown. They don't know when he's going to be back. And him missing, like, in a way, he was the only reason they made it past Atletico Madrid. They, no one else scored goals but him in, the, in, that, in that run of 16 clash against them. And that's definitely going to color what I'm going to say for my prediction here. Because I'm actually going to go with a Ajax win, 2-1. to one. Now, this is me thinking that Ronaldo won't play in this first game. If he does, it's probably or might end up differently. But this is me thinking that he won't play. Now, what do you think about this? Yeah, what I'm, is your own prediction? I'm actually going with a 1-0 win for Ajax. For the same huh. reason. Mm. I don't think they will score at all without him, in, the, in, in this match at least. What happens in the second one, I don't know. But I, don't, I think 1-0, like, that result works for me in this one. Yeah. I think they, uh, Juventus will control the match still. Like pass around and everything, but the question is, will they get through Ajax at all? Yeah, I I don't think so. I think it's, really think it's it will become a one to zero match, and that's a yeah. really important. And it's result. weird. Yeah, and it's like it's not like Juventus had problems scoring in the past. They have still Paulo Dybala in their squad, and as I said he's not injured, he's not suspended, but it's like since Ronaldo came in. He took the place of all these goal scorers that have now stopped scoring because he does it for them. And even it feels like that, even if they throw in Dybala, say Ronaldo is gone and they have Dybala at striker. We say that. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but we say that. Last year, I would say, yeah, Dybala is going to score, definitely. But this season, I'm not so sure. He, for some reason, he doesn't feel like the same player he was just last season. Because he's having to play second fiddle to, to Ronaldo this year. So, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see both if Ronaldo gets there to be able to play in the game. And if he's not, what kind of event will we see? Yeah, exactly. Like, my prediction is also all the way based on that he's not playing this match. Yeah. Like the, right now, it doesn't seem like he is. So. No, this will stop them. At least in this match. Maybe he's back for the second one. I don't know. I doubt it in many ways that he will be in good enough condition if he's gone in this yeah. one. But yeah, we, we never know. Yeah. 
time will tell, as you say. Let's move on to the last match in the quarterfinals, in the first leg. It's Marce Manchester United against Barcelona, and that match is also played on the Wednesday, the 10th of April. So let's look on how Manchester United got there. First, they lost with 2-0 at home against Paris Saint-Germain. And then, surprisingly, they won away with 3-1 against Paris Saint-Germain, which is really strange. Like, we're we, uh, being beaten this bad, or not bad maybe, but at home, then advance anyway. So the total score was 3-3 uh, between them. And Manchester United got through on away goals. And Barcelona, they advanced by defeating Lyon with a total score of 5-1. to one. At the first match, the first match ended 0-0. And then Barcelona won with 5-1 to one on home soil. So that was a really interesting match, the first one. But the second one just run, run away with the score. Looking at the injuries in the both teams, let's start with Manchester United. We have Eric Bailly, centre-back with a head injury. He's gone on unknown time, so we never know when he's back. Then we have Marcus Rashford, a striker with an ankle injury, also unknown in time. Then we have Alexis Sanchez, a left wing with a knee injury, also unknown time. And the last injury for them, we have Luis Antonio Valencia, a right back with a calf injury, and he's back in training. And moving on to FC Barcelona. Oh, we have Osmani Dembele on left wing with a stained back tie injury. He's back in training. And we have Rafinha, a center midfielder with an ACL tear. And he's gone for the rest of the season. So yeah, my prediction for this one. This is a really hard one for me to predict in many ways. They have great times when they're as good, at, good as they can be. And they also have times where they're really bad. But I'm going with a 3-1 Barcelona win in this one. So how about you, Daniel? Well, it's happened one time already. Uh, that week predicted the same thing, and it happened again. I also think <laughs> that Barcelona is going to win three, three to one away from home at Old Trafford. Wow! This so yeah, yeah. Like I said, uh, we talked a little bit about this before we we uh, started recording, and it feels like both these teams right now have very high ceilings, but at the same time, very low when they're bad. Uh, and in that case, it's a very hard game to to think what would happen. But yeah, I just think Barcelona is too good. Plus, they have, in my opinion, still the world's best player, and he can decide any game at any day, pretty much. So I don't know if he actually going to be the main reason why they go up three-one winners or not. But yeah, definitely think Barcelona is going to win this. Yeah. But like if like I said and you said like they have in their best times these teams are amazing but in their worst times they could get beaten by anyone. Almost, <laughs> Almost just like that. Yeah, so it's really like it depends so much on that. 
If both are playing at their best, this could be a really tight match. Indeed. But yeah, that was this. That was it for uh, this episode of uh, this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. We've been Oscar and Daniel, and we hope to uh, that you're listening to the next episode when that arrives. Or anything else you can find on the podcast sports or the podcast gaming. So thank you very much, and uh, bye. Bye.